Once again, we welcome all who come to St. Anne's today, Knights and Dames of the Order of Malta, members of the Federal Association and members of our Subpriory of Our Lady Lourdes, together with Father Richard Mullins, Chaplain of our Order, Father Andrew Fisher, Chaplain of the Order, and Father Joseph of the Society of St. John to assist today in the laying on of hands and the anointing of the sick. And in very special way to our Malads, those who are to receive the sacrament of the anointing today. And those who join us by way of live stream here at St. Anne's in communion of charity and love for you who are sick and shut in, you are also joined with us in prayer at this holy hour. The Catholic Church is at its best, I think, when it performs these works of charity to the sick and to the poor. Modeled after the life of our Lord himself, who spent those three years of public ministry more than anything else performing miracles, teaching and preaching, but most importantly, his energy, his time, of all the thousands and thousands of miracles of healing, of touching the sick, the poor, giving them hope, giving them life, restoring their faith, putting them in good hands with God. And this is what the Order of Malta does. Among other things, it really is at its best, too, as an example of the Catholic Church in the world of caring for, ministering to the sick, the poor, and considering, in the Catholic sense, profoundly looking at each one of you as an image and likeness of God. It is our privilege. It is our blessing. It is our mission. It is what we do best when we care for you and express our love for you and to reassure you that you are never alone. I think that's one thing that when people are sick and doctors and nurses know this more than anything else, that when a patient is truly ill, there is so much fear. What will happen to me? What's going on? And will I be alone? And we are here to assure you, dear brothers and sisters, to be anointed that you are never alone. We are here for you because we see in and through you Jesus, whom we adore, made in the image and likeness. Each one of us is precious in God's eyes. For that reason, human life God's precious gift is no less beautiful when it is accompanied by sickness or illness, hunger or poverty, mental or physical handicaps, loneliness or old age. In fact, at these times we believe that life takes on extra splendor as it reveals somehow the power 
and the presence of God. Because so often, in and through the weakest of human vessels, God continues to reveal the power of his love. In and through the weakest of human vessels, God continues to reveal the power of his love. That's the life of Jesus. In the weakest of human vessels, God becomes man, takes on a baby in the form of flesh, son of God and son of Mary, born in the most pitiful circumstances. It wasn't a hospital. It wasn't clean. And then his whole life as a child was very weak. They were afraid, Mary and Joseph. Their whole life from that moment on would change. Hunted down by Herod, fleeing into Egypt on a donkey as Jews in Egypt, a very difficult, dangerous situation. All the while wondering, what has God got me into? What am I doing? Where am I going? And then at the tender age of 33, once again, the weakest of human vessels on a cross. We believe in our faith that God was never more powerful, ironically, never more beautiful than the weakest of human vessels. So that side of life, which the world calls the downside, sickness and poverty and disease, see, we see in and through those moments of life the opportunity, the grace-filled opportunity to identify with him, the weakest of human vessels. Because it was as a child in a crib or the man on the cross, it's the same Jesus who even now, under forms of bread and wine, the weakest of human vessels, continues to reveal the power of his love and his mercy. So you are here today, and we are here today to worship Almighty God, to sing his praises, and to ask for that blessing, that healing of the sacrament in a very special way that sustains us, the oil that will soothe our souls, the balm that grants us the strength the encouragement and the hope. And we never do this alone. We do it together as members of his body, together with Christ who grants that healing. And through the intercession of Our Lady, who is always there telling us, reminding us again and again and again, do whatever he tells you. Because our Lord will always do for us what we need. And that is our good. Not always what we want, but we will get what we need. In his will, thy will be done. She taught him those words. He teaches us those words. Thy will be done. In life and in death, with the pledge and promise of life eternal.